0: Welcome to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And joining me on the show, I've got my good friend. She's awesome. She's amazing. She's a mama. She's an author. Her name is Chantelle Bizon. Like, honestly, that name though, Chantelle, like...
1: <laughs> like, you think I should speak the language? Everybody's like, so do you speak French? I'm like,
0: no, You're like too bad. <laughs> I know
1: my mom liked the name and then I just happened to marry a French guy. <laughs> so I, I sound oh, official, but I'm I'm not. Come on, you don't speak any French. I, no, not a lick, not a lick. I can read it and I can pick it up like when people are having conversations, but I, I don't speak. I think it's just, you know I think it's just totally wrapped in insecurity. When I was little, I spoke German and Romanian and English because my grandmother was German and my grandfather was Romanian and they spoke that to me. So I had three languages up until about, I was five or six and then poof, no,
0: they went away. It? Yeah. Isn't that sad? Oh my God. Cause like you said German and uh, Romanian. Romanian. Yeah. yeah like, that's pretty cool.
1: I know would have been so cool, but my mom was married to a Canadian, and. Um, he, once my grandfather died, once the patriarch of the family passed, my dad was like, okay, enough with those other languages. Cause he was so young and insecure. He thought we were bad-mouthing. Like we could talk to our mom about him behind his back, back, right in front of his face. I'm like (laughs)
0: loser. Like now I don't have languages. So yeah. What a drag. It's all your fault. Yeah. Um, But Chantel, how have you been? The last time we had you on the show was about a year ago. Was the start of the pandemic because I was
1: still in LA? Yes, right. So it was the start, right at the beginning, when we yeah. thought, "Oh, it's going to be like two to six weeks."
0: <laughs> Boy, were we wrong? We
1: were so wrong. Maniacal laughter. <laughs> I guess right. we're all
0: like, we're all done. And you were like, "You're like, yeah, things are good here in LA," <laughs> and I was jealous. Yeah. And I'm like, Can "I know." I just jump on a plane and come hang
1: yeah um yeah they did a great job even um when we went back this winter you know all our friends and family were like we're so afraid for you don't go they're having such a massive second wave and you guys are going to get it for sure and um you know we we were lucky again You know, we were talking about this off the record. You know, our kids aren't little. They're not in school. So they're not in contact with a lot of people. And neither are we. You know, we're really fortunate that we're self-employed. Yeah, I mean, obviously Yannick's an actor. He's on Murdoch Mysteries, but when Murdoch's not shooting, he's on hiatus. So we can really structure our lives yeah. around how many people we come in contact with, which is a, a you know, it's not lost on me that that's a massive blessing. So kind of when all the second waves were happening, we were fortunate enough that we were in that position in time where we didn't we could really lock down and just kind of go back to our just our family bubble. So we've been able to maintain that throughout both I guess two years almost or whatever the hell we're on
0: like what the for real like um, and what we're we're just getting out of lockdown five million three hundred and twenty six right now this is, is that not what it feels <laughs> like here in Ontario <laughs>
1: It totally does. And it was so hard to come back. I came back April 17th and I, I was hopeful, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, flu season is typically when vitamin D is deficient, right? Like we, none of us can get enough vitamin D. So I was really hopeful that it would like be over quickly once I got back in April. Um, thank God I have my Marina that I have so much work to do to get up and ready and running to open. Cause I did my two week quarantine and I was like, obviously getting back settled in Toronto anyway. And, you know, and then it was like, whole hog into getting the marina stocked product all the stuff hiring staff and before you knew it here we are uh, coming out of the 1.6 millionth lockdown
0: (laughs) for real honest to god I'm just like I'm so done with this I'm like I just want to hit up a patio I want to hit up a concert I want to hug people like Chantel I haven't I yeah when did I see you? November, 2019. Yes. We're doing, you were, were you MC? Yeah, I
1: was, yeah, I was hosting the mom boss brunch. Remember how fun that was to be like so
0: much fun. You were hosting. I was a moderator for a panel. And then I did the, the fireside chat with Sangeeta Patel and we, which was great last that day. And that was the last, like, conference type thing that I've been to because that was November, 2019. Yeah. And then, and then it's the
1: holidays and nobody's
0: doing anything. Yeah. yeah, It's been wild.
1: And you know, my hat goes off to you girl. Cause you've got, you've got, you're, you've got so many hats in the air with your career. It has so many tentacles. You're like all over the place <laughs> in a very good way. And now you're homeschooling your kids. I, I can't imagine it. Honestly, I can't. Im- I, I, first off, I wasn't the best student. So I would have been a terrible like teacher. Me. I was a terrible student. I enjoyed school, but I just didn't, my brain just doesn't operate in that way of like retaining information. So okay. if I now had to go back and homeschool little kids, it would, it would be embarrassing for me, but it would also be a bloodbath. So hats off. I bow down to you. You're thank totally you, you, a but queen. You know
0: what? you you're like a hardworking mama as well you know you've got you've got two girls they're older now is one did one just get married or is one getting married
1: yeah so our eldest girl's 32 she's in Toronto full-time married pregnant I'm gonna be a grandma what
0: like you're what? Gonna be the hottest grandma ever like look at you oh my god thank you I'm what? trying I, I've got a guy in LA I'm
1: like Keep this, keep this together, sir, because I'm not ready to look like a grandma. Keep it together. And he's like, oh, okay, come on. We're, You're gonna we're gonna
0: be like the hottest, youngest, coolest, <laughs> hippest grandma ever. <laughs> so
1: I wish I could take that title, but actually that title belongs to my mother because I was 19 when I got pregnant with my first girl. My mom was 37. I made her a grandma at 37. Pina, can you imagine? Um, I'm
0: 41. Can you imagine being what grandma? the fuck? How insane is that? Yeah, yeah. That's so it's mind blowing. Yeah, you know what? because I've seen a picture on your Instagram. I think it was you, your mom, and the girls, or something. Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa, she's hot. She's yeah. She's she's a glam mama.
1: Totally glamma. <laughs> she's the original glamma. She's the original because you got. She was sixteen when she had my brother, and eighteen when she had me. So it would make you know and." Had I been like a regular age for a kid, not 19, maybe 25, she would have been into her forties. But so she was 37 when we had our eldest who's 32, who is, uh, due, um, this summer, August 18th. Then our middle girl is 30. She's the one who lives in LA full-time. She's a stylist. Three girls. That's right. Not two. Yeah. 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 Hey. It's easy to lose track of people's children. No, I have when three and I lose keep, track all the time. I was just going to say, when you're trying to keep track of your own. And then um, the youngest is here in Toronto. She goes back and forth between Toronto and LA because try as hard as we did and spend all our money, even when we didn't have any to get the really awesome education. So, you know, maybe they'd become yeah. lawyers, doctors architects, engineers, they're all in the creative world. So the eldest is a professional makeup artist. The middle one is a stylist and the youngest one is an actress. So, so here we good, are.
0: Though. You know what? It's That was the dream that my parents had for me. And they're like, you know, a lawyer, Pina. And <laughs> I was like, and this is, and like, I wasn't like the most studious kid. Okay. Just like you were saying, like, eh. I actually, here's a funny story. I remember walking in, I believe it was grade 10 math to an exam. And I think the teacher was Mr. I think it was something like Mr. Zmack or something like that. What a weird name. He was this little tiny, like dorky guy. And I hated (laughs) math. I still hate math. Hence going into radio. Okay. (laughs) And I remember I sat down for the exam. I looked at the exam and I was like, I wrote my name. looked it over I was like all right then this looks good I got up and I handed it in (laughs) no (laughs) zero you're like I'll take the loss I'll take the L yeah yeah well that was that was great um well you know what wouldn't
1: it have been great if they had taught us math that we actually were going to use in our lives like for real how to balance a checkbook how yes. to save money what
0: percentage to put aside like why don't they teach children about that interest rate like all of that yeah. stuff but nothing yeah. right so, yeah so my parents dream was like yeah you know pina like maybe a lawyer whatever like something do you want to be a dentist a doctor and i'm like <laughs> so i want to i want to be on the radio and like I'm like old school european parents italian parents are like yeah what? What, what, hold on, what, what do you mean you want to be on the radio? And like, yeah, it's like, I think it'd be so awesome <laughs> to be and on the radio. They were just like, they're, like oh. yeah. they're thinking to themselves, where the f- did we go wrong with this child? And, um, and then it wasn't until I, I was 16 working in, in radio at the time. And so I've been doing it for more than half my life now. I'm 40 wow. years That's old crazy I love it right and yeah when my parents first heard me everything changed everything changed and, and they could they got it you're the excitement and they were like okay no she's good she's happy and yeah. like your three daughters yeah I am the youngest of three girls and we are all in the arts as well so that my amazing oldest, Kathy's a makeup artist like your oldest Wow yeah, and um, my middle sister Lisa is a photographer, and then I'm a creative. Like I, you know, I I do host yeah. and radio, yeah, yeah, and radio, right? So it's it's all crazy. It's all crazy, but it's you know what? At the end of the day, you got to do something you love, and that makes you happy. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I talk about that in both
1: my books. Like raising your kids without losing your cool is kind of like the roadmap to what to do and how to get online with your partner from even thinking about having a child to age 10. And then this second book, Parenting Your Teen Without Losing Your Cool, is about 10 to getting them ready and set off to, inter- to, to go to university. So, but I talk about a lot, like, don't put your expectations on your kids. Like, let them be who they
0: are really authentically inside. Yes, exactly. And I'm glad you brought that up because I want to get into book number one, and now brand new book number two. So don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. My special guest is Chantelle Bison. We'll be back in a few minutes. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. And joining me on the show, my good friend, one hot mama and what? Grandma to be? I'm talking <laughs> about Chantelle Bizon, mama of three, author. Uh, Chantelle, you've got two books. Number one is yep. Raising Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool. And then two, which, when did it come out? May
1: 26th. That's so fresh, hot off the press. And that one
0: is about Parenting parenting your teen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I made the change on the language because I feel like as a parent, who's like way on the other side of it, you raise little kids, right? Like that's when you put in all the character traits. That's when you, you really do all the legwork and groundwork to like help them mold them into good global citizens. So that I, in my mind, that's raising. And then from 10 to the time you send them off to university, those are the years where you're parenting, where you're, yeah. you know, reinforcing the raising, you know, you're reinforcing, um, all the things that you've put into them when they were little and you don't really raise them anymore. Cause the, the my feeling as a parent is that once they kind of cross into double digits and they start into their tween and teen years, what you really need to think be thinking about is like, you've done the legwork, right? You, they know what the expectations are. Cause I mean, nobody likes to see a kid throwing themselves around on the floor in a, in a, <laughs> in a Walmart Have and you, and, you know, Walmart No, Yeah. Yeah, because we see it too often, right? And granted, obviously there are extenuating circumstances. There are parents that are dealing with kids who are autistic. Um, you know, I'm not talking about children that have you know uh, mental health struggles or or issues like that where they have autism and it's uh, it's out of their control and it's out of the parents' control. I'm not talking about that. You know That's what I'm about talking about? Ed, kids. Yeah, I'm talking about people raising assholes, right? Like it's not that hard not to do it. And I figure, you know, I come from a broken home. My dad was an alcoholic run around. Um, you know, my mom was 16 when she got pregnant and Yannick also comes from a divorced family. And, you know, he got left in Toronto to pursue his dreams at 14. So I'm like, if we can come from those kind of really unusual (laughs) households and backgrounds, and we did a good job and we managed to make you know, good global citizens, it, it really isn't that hard. What it does take is it takes consistency and commitment. And I think a lot of parents, they're tired. And and granted, we should be tired. We live in weird sci-fi times right now, especially, oh, you know, you're expected to wear all the hats, even though like, You know, if you're a mom, you've been wearing, you've always been the chauffeur, you've always been nurse, you've always been teacher. You, you know, we go on and on and on about all the hats moms wear. Anyway, chef, (laughs) best friend, cleaner, cleaner. Um, yeah. So it's crazy, but really, it's parenting is not that difficult. It really, in my opinion, it's not. And I just felt like it's become overcomplicated. You know, people are like second guessing themselves all over the place, and it really does not need to be that complicated.
0: Chantel, do you think it has to do with just the times because like (laughs) we're living in a totally different time right now. Like it's just so different than when it was when we were growing up and, and it's so different from now when I'm raising my kids versus when you were raising your three girls. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Okay. We're the ones overcomplicating it, you know, like,
1: yeah, totally. Totally. You know what? Is, what is that, that saying that a little bit of a no, uh, little bit of knowledge is danger? You, yeah. My feeling is that people don't trust themselves anymore. people that we have too much access to too much information. and right. we have too many people in our business. Back in the day, it was you, your partner and probably grandparents and cousins and aunts and uncles. It was a family village that you got your advice from that you gleaned like, okay, support and information. Now you go on your phone and you can follow 10,000 mama bloggers and they're all going to tell you what they're doing and their houses look immaculate and their kids look perfect. And you start to feel bad about yourself and there's books and, and I'm, I'm an author. I've got two of them, but you know, there's so much information out there that it's confusing. And you start to, I feel like you're like a dog that's chasing its tail. Like you're running in circles. You, you it's the same with dieting, right? Like there's just so many yeah. fads. There's so many things that everybody says is work is the next thing to do.
0: It's true. Like we were talking a little bit off air before we started the show. And we were just saying that we were talking about something totally different, but yeah, what still applies is that, we both agreed in saying that you just got to do what you got to do that works for you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's why I wrote, I broke the parenting
1: book into two books. Um, you know, I got a little flack from people who had reviewed the first book saying she just glances over the teen years. Like she just, it's like one little chapter with barely information at the end of the book. And it was, it was a total, uh, it was intentional because here's the thing. I wrote that first book, Raising Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool, to help parents and couples to understand that you don't just go and have a baby. Like there's a lot of conversation that needs to be had. And I find people don't have those conversations and it can be as simple as like, hey, I'm going to breastfeed. So I think the baby should live in our bed and we should have a family bed. And the partner might be like, I think the bed is sacred. And that's our, you know, our sacred space, you know, where we're intimate, where we catch up, where we chat. I don't want our kids to be in our bed. I don't want a family bed. And couples don't even know if you, if, if, and that's just one example, but you know, one parent might be like, I think a spank on the bottom never killed anybody. And the other parents like that's child abuse. and I'm going to have you arrested. Yeah. And then you, you get these people that come from completely different sides of what they want, how they expect the, 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 the experience of being a parent to go. And then you end up with partners that are like no longer t- like together in spirit because they're at odds with what, what they're doing with their kids and kids are forever. Yeah. <laughs> you can't bring them no, you can't send them back. And if you're not aligned, chances are the kid stays, the relationship goes. So I wrote that book to help couples really have those conversations about what does it look like to you to be a family, to be a parent?
0: Yeah. I think it's so important because it's so easy to butt heads to be like, well, what's the big deal? Like even like little things that we may think are so stupid. Like, you know, one parent saying, yeah, sleepover at a friend's house is not a problem. While the other one is like, no, it is. Or even just bedtime. Like there's so many things and you, you, definitely need to be on the same page but i'm so 100%. happy that you you took that first book to the next level and now you're talking about parenting teens because let me tell you samantha is turning 10 in a few weeks yeah so double digits and i'm ready getting the sassy attitude <laughs> i know so it i am going so fast turning to you my girlfriend <laughs> help and guidance. I'll um, send you the book. I'll send you the book. Yes. Well, you have the first one. So you're, you're yes. set, but you
1: know, and that's exactly it. So, and also too, I didn't want to freak parents out in the first book. Right. Okay. Cause when you're talking about what color to paint the nursery, you don't also want to know about blowjob parties and self-harm and eating disorders. And yeah. if they're going to identify as the gender that they're born with, like I, I, I wanted parents to like, slip into the first decade and then let's go into the second book and let's talk about those deeper issues that you might face as a
0: parent. And I think that they, it totally makes sense that you split it up into two books. Totally makes sense. And, and I, I actually, I don't know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to have to, you're going to have to go for, you know, a, a hat trick here and give us a third, you know, in a little while, like maybe next year or something like that. <laughs> but it's so true. Um, what I am like, I, I'm worried, you know, I, I don't yeah. know what to do with Samantha and these kids nowadays, I feel like they're maturing at a fast, too fast. rate. Yeah. Way and too now, fast. Like you said, you know what I mean? Like us parents have access to like, we just pick up our phone and like at our fingertips, there's so much information, whether yeah. it's right or wrong is a different story, whether it's actual or not is a different story. 100% but these kids have the same access as access and what they're which is why mm, go ahead is not always good
1: No. Well, and that's, I talk about that a lot in parenting your teens without losing your cool, because a lot of parents have gotten into the habit from when they're little, Oh, let them have an iPad. Let them be on my cell phone. Let them have an Instagram. It's so cute. We'll just take my Instagram where I dress them up and do videos and they'll roll it into their own. They'll have thousands of followers. What parents don't understand because they haven't been there yet. And, like, no offense to me or to you, but we don't have guys sliding into our DMs showing us dick pics. We don't have guys sliding into our DMs asking us for photos of our feet for oh, money. Like, hold on a second. Oh, maybe you do. I'm sorry. I'm just assuming because I'm 52. Nobody's after me in that way. <laughs> no. I'm
0: going
1: to be a grandma. The,
0: actually, just like, let, I just <laughs> want to chime in for a second. For the <laughs> gentleman listening, because we do have male listeners here. Please yeah. don't have to do that. If you watch don't. my stories, you see how I go off on people. It just happened to me last week with three. Three different oh individuals. God. See, so, this is how
1: you know I'm in a bubble and not even on
0: social media. Three? Yeah, last week was three. Um, it's disgusting. No one wants to see it. But no. until you bring up a great point, like imagine what our daughters are getting. Because oh, I don't have to imagine
1: to be I know the it.
0: norm and it's disgusting.
1: It's disgusting. And this is the thing kids are too young for it. I mean, you know, I guess um, what what's what parents need to understand is that there's a whole world that's happening on the internet that is not good and your kids are too young for it. And I I'm a huge advocate if you're going to let them have social media then you should have their passwords you should yes. be on that account with them so that you can go and check chats now obviously i'm not an idiot i know they can delete chats as quick as they happen but yeah. if they know that there's a chance that you could be on it simultaneously with them they're going to be a little bit more careful with what they allow i have friends who their kids were 10 and they were getting they were getting solicited by by not only you know older kids that they go to school with but men were sliding into their dms and my girls have had um my one girl in la she's had her identity stolen and she's been put on like a porn a pay for porn site like her face her photos to make people think that it's actually her porn channel like it's wild out there like parents it is wild out there and in fact i i rank in my book parenting your Teen without losing your cool the the university um uh ratios per capita of how many kids are sugar babies Um, and some universities. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I rank Canadian universities one to 10 and in the States one to 14 of who has the highest percentage of student body that are sugar babies.
0: Okay. Hold on. Can you, can you share like maybe like top three (laughs) for both Canadian, uh, schools and American? Well, sure I, if sure. I did that, they wouldn't need to buy my book, Dina. Okay, okay, fine,
1: fine.
0: <laughs> so guys, okay. It's, like, one, honestly, of of yeah, yeah, it's one of the juiciest parts of the book.
1: Yeah, it's one of the juiciest parts.
0: Part I schools, so I know not to send my kids to these schools. Well, and also so that you know to start
1: having these conversations with your kids. You know what I mean? Like, these are things that are happening if your kid is in university and doesn't have a job because luckily some kids don't need to have a job or they're really they've got a heavy school load so they don't have a job if your kids coming home with designer sneakers and little cute handbags that you know you did not buy them and they are not off Etsy they weren't made in someone's basement you got to have some conversations at home
0: well I'm glad you said that because I was on TikTok last night And I was scrolling through and I came across a TikTok of this young girl and she's a stripper and she's got a wad of cash in her hand. And she's just basically saying like uh, for all of the people in high school who make fun of me, this and that, she's like, check it out. Like, look at how much money I have. I have, she goes in four weeks, I saved $15,000. I can get a boob job twice. And I was just like, what mm. did I just hear? And what is going on? It is a totally different time. These kids are yeah. growing up, not like we did. There's so much influence around them, twenty four seven. And oh, I, I, I want to dig deeper with you, but we're going to take a yeah. quick break, Chantal. Okay. and we're going to come back and talk more about your brand new book called "Parenting Your Teen Without Losing Your Cool." If that's, that's even fair- possible. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here with myself, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and Chantal Bison, my special guest and girlfriend and author and mama. She's amazing. We're talking about her brand new book, How to Parent Your Teen, right? Without losing your cool. And uh, <laughs> is I- Is that a thing? Can we do that? <laughs> I'm, I'm praying to God. I'm praying to God that that will be what my life is like because I don't know if I can not- lose my cool. But before the break, I was talking to you, I was telling you about this TikTok that I came across last night of this, this very young, beautiful girl who's a stripper. And she was just showing flaunting $15,000, like a wad of cash, you know, in the video. And we were talking about social media. The thing that got me was, it's not so much that she's a stripper. It's not so much that she's showing people how much she can make, but it's that there's kids on these apps. Yeah. Yeah. And personally, well, I'll tell you, my kids do get time on their iPad. However, in order to unlock it, they need to come to me because they don't have the password. I do. Number one, number two, they don't have Instagram. They don't have Snapchat. They don't have TikTok. If you actually read the guidelines put out by these different social media platforms, you actually need to be, I believe, 13 years of age, which they're not. So I'm like, nope, no go, right? Yeah. But a lot well, and even lot 13 kids, is not oh no, I think that's still young. But a lot not, of these parents outrageous and to each their own, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how you parent your kid is none of my business. Um, but they have their kids on these different social media platforms, and they're like, Well, how bad could it be? I think, like for myself, for you, Chantel, we're in this world, we know how bad it can be. Yeah, seeing that video last night was just like a prime example you know, of just some of the content coming across their little like innocent eyes. Like they don't need to be exposed to that at such a young age. No, I, I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, I get it.
1: Look, I get it. These are tough times. Right. And, and, and parenting is a big Job and it's exhausting. We all know we've been there. I mean, I'm so far on the other side of it, but I even now my girls are older and it's still exhausting because you know as they get older their issues get bigger, right? And they become they're they're more weighted. Like, what about my career? And am I ever going to be able to buy a home? Am I ever going to be able to like go to the next level in life that I aspire to? Like, you know, their issues are heavy, and I think that, and I talk about this a lot. in both my books. And I talk about it when I'm being interviewed is that parents, we need to get out of the mindset that we're, we're parenting in stages. Like you're not parenting a newborn. You're not parenting a toddler and an infant and and then a child, adolescent teen. You should be looking at your parenting responsibilities as an the entirety of the human being. Like I am raising a human being. I'm not raising ages. I'm raising somebody. So it's easy to slip into the, just hand them the iPad, especially now when, you know, in Ontario, some of you who may be listening to this don't have this problem and how that girl is even allowed to strip during these times and make (laughs) $15,000. I want to be where she is just so I can live free. (laughs) That's a whole nother kettle of fish, but you know, um, The reality is that I'm not saying to parents, it's not hard. It was hard when I didn't have all these distractions and devices to give to my girls. But when we think about, oh, they'll be fine. I, I trust them. You can trust them all you want it's not them really have to worry about. It's like when my husband used to ride a motorcycle, he's like, well, I knew I was great on my bike, but I had to worry about all the other drivers. Same thing. When your kid is out on social media, you could have a really awesome kid. It doesn't mean that they're not going to come across this and get maybe a little bit confused. And the other thing we have to realize also with our kids is that they are seeing so much of that. Like you and I, right. First generation Canadians, we watched parents work so hard and grandparents work so hard yes. to make ends meet and and you know a long honest days work now kids now see all the shortcuts because it's coming at them you know what who's the kid on youtube that makes 8 million dollars a year or something opening
0: toys <laughs> like I, you know I, I, I know I know mind blowing
1: yeah so the expectation of success in one way, as they get older, they understand it is hard to attain as it's always been hard to attain. It takes ethics, it takes work, it takes failing and getting back up. But they also do get inundated with all these examples on social media of other people who just look so easy. You know, they're yeah. getting all these followers, they're getting brand deals, they're getting this, this they're getting boob jobs twice over because they strip. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, you got to,
0: you got to protect them. And that's where the parenting comes in. You know, it is our responsibility as parents to, you know, know what is happening in the lives of our children, to guide them in the right direction, to help them out so they don't get lost. So they don't get like, you know, sucked into this world because right now it is so easy for that to happen. Oh,
1: easier than ever, because I mean, every time you lay your head down, you wake up, there's a new platform for them to go on, you know, and there's, there's a new outlet, a new way for people to, you know, solicit them or, you know, maybe pull them into something that they wouldn't have thought to do on their own. Right. And like you said, it's not my business, how somebody wants to parent their child and what liberties they want to give their kid. That's good. That's them. But our kids are still coming into influence with them. Right. Cause they'll have a little friend be like, Oh, you're not on Snapchat. You know, and then they feel left (laughs) out and then. Right. And 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 so it's this whole thing, this whole new have and have not is like really in the social media realm of like kids feel cool if they're under the age of what the guidelines stipulate for them to be on social media. And then you've got your kids who are like, oh, we're not allowed. It's the new like, oh, I can't go to the party. You know, I have to be in when the lights come on.
0: It's so funny. They're like, yeah, my mom, the content creator, the one who teaches this stuff at uh, at Humber College to college students. Yeah. She's like a hard ass and won't let us, you know, because you know, but you see, you
1: have Oh, I know. You
0: know, so you're keeping them off it. I'm the one getting the dick pics. I'm the one getting the videos and videos. I will say videos like, yeah. Well, I don't think you're out there.
1: I mean, you make it very clear. You're a mom, you're a career woman. You're not out there being like, hey, bring on the dick. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> looking at <all>. for it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I always said to my girls, "Is and sorry, men who are listening, and I know I'm not trying to make you less self-conscious, uh, any more self-conscious about your penises, but come on. A penis is only attractive if you love the man it's attached to. You. I'm sorry. I don't care. There. I said it.
0: I am with you. I am with you. Ugly. Don't need to see it. Yeah. Keep Mister Snuffleupagus out of the picture. Okay. Yeah. Talk to I me. Ask for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I never asked for it. But you know the fact that they, some of these guys, I'm not going to say all. Some of these no. guys think that it's absolutely okay to do, they're not well. thinking about who they're sending it to and you know whether the person is single whether the person's married doesn't matter it doesn't matter i talk
1: person is a uh, child no it doesn't matter and i talk about this in my book parenting your team without losing your cool about consent and that includes sending your dick pics okay we're going to talk
0: about that and more don't go anywhere you're tuned into the parenting show right here on global news radio 640 toronto back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. It is me, your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me, I've got Chantel Bizon. She is an author. She's a mama of three, three girls. So she knows about raising children and parenting and all of that fun stuff. Chantelle, before the break... We were chatting about consent. So, in your newest book called yep. Parenting Your Teen Without Losing Your Cool, you talk about consent. Yeah. I think it's a really, really important topic. And yeah. it's, it's a major conversation to be had with our teens.
1: I'm a big advocate of don't make sex dirty. Don't make sex a, you know, taboo thing because anything that you do that you, you know, then they go out and figure it out on their own. And we, you don't want that as a parent, you want them to learn from you. You want them to be comfortable. So in my book, parenting your team without losing your cool, I talk a lot about heal your shit around sex as a parent, heal your shit around sex. Okay. Whatever that looks like to you, what, like I, I'm a sexual abuse survivor. So I had a lot of work to do just to, to heal my relationship to sex and to get a healthy relationship with sex so that's the first step so parents that's your job that's your homework if you're listening right now and you got some weird stuff around sex get a good sex therapist get a good counselor whatever you need to heal that because what we don't realize and you know maybe some of us do is that that rolls downhill whatever we feel yes. whatever attitudes we have about sexuality that we put on our kids knowingly or unknowingly so get that straight first then once you've got that straight every parent listening to us tonight should understand that nobody should learn about how to have a healthy sexual relationship through pornography. Pornography is not a way to have a good healthy sexual relationship, which leads me into the consent issue, right? Because you and I have been talking about it throughout this time that we've been chatting on air about dick pics. Hey, parents, teach your children not to send nudes. Nudes last forever. Nudes actually, unsolicited are actually a federal offense, especially if they're sent to somebody who's underage. Don't let your kid become a yes. sexual criminal. Like I'm laughing because it sounds so simple it and straightforward. Sounds ridiculous. But parents, we, it sounds ridiculous, but parents, you need to have these conversations with your kids. And it starts by you healing your relationship around sex. So you can have these conversations with yeah. your kids from when they're little about sex and gender and how they identify. So. For me, the biggest part of being a parent is really, really clearing up your own history, your own past, whatever areas that requires. But from a lot of parents, it, it, it's, it lies in sexuality. You know, there's a lot of hangups. There's a lot of weirdness tied to to people and how they view sex. So get that straight, get that happening, get going on that. And then you can, you know, turn into a parent who's able to have open dialogue with your children about sex. So they come to you for information. So they're not going online. They're not relying on their friends. They're actually having an open dialogue with somebody they trust, who loves them, who wants what's good for them. So, um, you know, and I touch on consent a very little bit because like you and I are saying, like, our girls get solicited all the time to be sugar babies, all the time, without, without fail. Um, so for parents who are new and coming into the tween and teen years. You got to do your due diligence. You've got to research this stuff and find out what's going on in the big world around your child. So you can be prepared to have answers to the questions that they may have, or you have your reasons why they're not allowed to have social media or why, if they are having social media, you're going to be involved. You're going to have passwords. You're going to share the platform with them so that they understand that you're there to protect them. You're not there. You're not being authoritative. You're actually like, I love you. I've been through a little bit more of life than you have. And I know that some people can be very, very weird about sex. So, um, yeah, I think in a nutshell, the book really is talking about, and and what I talk about in both of them is that as a parent, It starts with communication, have healthy communication with your kid, have open communication with your kid. Let them know that you're in their corner, you know, let them know that you are here for them, that you love them, that rules that you give them are for their good, for their safety, out of love. You know, consequence to action is educating them on understanding that in the big world around them, whether we like it or not, for every action there is a reaction and there's consequence, right? If a kid doesn't hand in a project, you know, they're going to lose marks. If you go, if your boss asks you to complete a task and you don't get it completed, you might get written up at your job. Like, you know, not everybody gets a ribbon. Not everybody wins a trophy. So really start at home with them from when they're little about expectation of, you know, behavior.
0: I think it's so important. I'm really glad that you talk about this in the book, um, in both like the books, you, you give some really, really good, um, advice and guys, Chantel, like, I think you did pretty, a pretty good job raising your three ladies, you know? So <laughs> if there's anyone to get some advice from, it is this woman right here. So you've got book number one, which is Raising Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool. And book number two, which is um, Parenting Your Teen Without Losing Your Cool. Do you guys, do you sense a theme here? We can <laughs> do this without losing our cool. And Chantelle is here to help us with it. Chantelle, if people want to pick up your book, where can they find them? books i should say sorry where can they buy books it? you need <laughs> both. Yeah, I can you need deal. Them.
1: i agree i agree they should be a package deal um well if you want to support the author directly you it's always a great idea to get the books off their website cuz then the author gets 100% of the revenue and as you know canadian authors we need all the help we can get um otherwise if you're not into that you don't care if it's signed all that good stuff you can get it on the amazons and indigo in canada and i
0: believe barnes and nobles in the us so there you go, guys, go check them out. Chantel Bison and Chantel, where can people find you? Because you're so cool that guys, you're going to want to follow her and check her out. So where can people find you?
1: I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me there, Chantal Bissom. Um, I can't figure out how to work Facebook. If anybody out there is a the Facebook expert and wants to come on my team and just help me do that, because I hear that's where the moms live. See, I'm 52.
0: I don't even know where the moms are anymore. She's <laughs> <laughs> 52 and looks like she's like 39, okay? She's going to be like one hell of a grandma. Like I'm still, I'm still reeling over that. I'm like, how, how is that possible? Um, so check her out on Instagram and it's Chantelle with an S guys. So it's S H A N T E L L E B I S S O N. But she doesn't speak French. Not a lick. Chantelle, anything last minute before we go? Hey, you're going
1: to lose your cool. Have fun with being a parent. Don't take yourself too seriously. And remember to give yourself grace.
0: That's it, guys. The best advice ever. That is it for us. We will catch you next week, Chantel. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, I can't wait to do it again with book number three. Oh, am I putting some pressure on you? <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. That is it, guys. Good night. And thanks for joining us here on The Parenting Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And I'm Kina Crispo of chicmama.ca.